Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. If I have a good conscience and it's open to hearing the Spirit, then I don't have to worry. I can then, not only do I have the spirit of truth, but he gives me instruction as to how to date properly, who to marry, how to be a good husband, a godly wife, a good parent, a good employee, how to get to heaven. All the things that bring purpose and meaning to my life happen because the Holy Spirit comes in. He's the spirit of truth. Then, listen, listen, then I'm not searching for something and easily deceived. You get it? Because I'm at peace. Are you searching for purpose and meaning in life? Do you wonder what is truth and what's not? Today, Pastor Mark will challenge listeners to take one step that will change their life for the good forever. That step is accepting Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior and allowing the Holy Spirit to enter into your heart and live through you. What a comfort it is to know that the God of the universe will guide and direct our paths if we just let Him. Quit trying to tackle life on your own. There's a God who desperately wants to bring peace in your life today, if you just make Him Lord. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark with his continuing study entitled, The Signs of the End of the World. There has always been deception spiritually, ever since the Garden of Eden, when Eve was deceived by Satan. So why is deception something that is number two, that you and I need to watch out for? Jesus says, as you see these things begin to happen and they get closer together, be careful because you're near the end. And he relates it to a woman that's pregnant. As the delivery gets closer, the intensity rises and the frequency becomes what? More frequent, more frequent, more closer, closer, closer. That's exactly what we see with deception. As we get closer to the end, more weird, bizarre things. Right in your face and you're going, what's up with that? You see in the Bible... We already have the answers to all of this. Life is not this physical thing. Life is spiritual. Where you and I live when we die isn't about the physical. It's about the spiritual. I'm body, soul, and spirit. And most of our world is clueless. They spend no time thinking about the spirit man. Well, we'll have to think about the spirit time, man, because in the end times, it's going to get more and more right in our face. First thing I want you to write today is this, just a great reminder to us. The Bible calls Satan the great deceiver. The great 
deceiver. Turn with me, if you will, in your Bibles to John chapter 8. Vieira, John chapter 8. Just back, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. John chapter 8, verse 44. As you turn there, we can see that the origin of deception and the origin of lying, well, it doesn't come with man. It came from, or it's traced to, Satan. In John 8, 44, Jesus speaking to the religious leaders, by the way, who were also deceived, he says this, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the, here's the word, what is it? Not holding to the truth, for there is, this is very interesting, There is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Satan has always been active with deception, either himself or through a demon. You see, Satan is the enemy of God and truth. Now, to be deceived means to be led away from the truth without knowing it. Understand, if a person is being deceived, if they knew they were being deceived, they wouldn't be deceived. But they don't know, and that's why it's called deception. The reason they don't know is this. They don't know what truth is. Turn to John 17. You're right there. John 17, verse 17. Jesus, speaking about his father, said this. Father, sanctify them, his disciples, by the truth. Your word is truth. You see, truth is a part of God's character. In the opposite of Satan, who is a liar and has no truth, God is all truth and cannot lie. So when we study the prophecies of end times, it's all true. We know it's going to happen. Here's our problem. And I'm I'm very, I want to make sure, especially you parents understand this today. In my generation, truth was truth. But today, the world has confused our youth, especially. They don't believe there's anything called absolute truth. It goes like this. You might even have a son or a daughter in high school or college, and they're Christ followers. And they believe in Jesus Christ, and they're following him. But they'll have friends that are part of a cult, or Hindu, or Muslim, or Mormon, Or nothing. And you'll say to them, what do you think about your friends? Shouldn't you share the gospel with them? Oh, no, no, no. Whatever truth is for them is fine. You see, our generation has been raised to believe this. Believe whatever you want. Whatever truth is good for you, that's cool. No. The Bible says there's a standard for truth. It never varies. This is only the truth. But our kids aren't getting that. Well, that's not unusual because in the Old Testament, 
There was a time in the nation of Israel, and this is what was said about the people. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. It's not new. And so our kids are being raised with relativism. Whatever's truth for you, fine. No, there is a standard. Truth is very narrow, very selective. You hear me say it again later. I'm going to repeat it to you because you need to hear it. Truth is simply truth. It's either true or it's not true. It's not relative. It's not relative. You can go out to eat today and and you have a buffet and all kinds of things. You can eat whatever you want. That's not truth. That's your own choice, whatever you like. But truth is not relative. There's a standard of truth. Truth is right for all people in all places for all time. That's why this is truth. Now, all of God's word, the Bible, is simply truth. Now, if that's true, how can I, how can you as a parent, how can I as a believer not be deceived? If as we live in this last time, there's going to be more deception, more deception, more deception, more deception, how can I protect myself? I'm going to give you this morning five ways to protect yourself from being deceived. Number one, become a real follower of Jesus Christ. Let me give you an understanding of how Satan works and how deception works. It's very important you understand this. You have to put your thinking cap on for a second, but it'll make a lot of sense. People are deceived because they're looking for answers. You see, they're unsatisfied. There's an emptiness. Their lives are meaningless. And they're looking for answers. And that way, Satan can bring all kinds of things to supposedly fill them with meaning and purpose. Solomon, the wisest man in all the world, went down all kinds of roads, deceived time and time again. Women, food, education, building houses, riches. He went down all these roads. They were all dead ends. Solomon would write this in Ecclesiastes. Notice chapter 2, verse 25. For who can eat or enjoy anything apart from God? The reason people will be deceived is they do not have purpose and meaning in fulfillment in their life. Why? Because they don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The greatest deception, the greatest deception is really not outside the church. It's inside the church. Some of you will be listening to this sermon driving your car. You will fit this pattern. You see, one of Satan's greatest deception is that many people are deceived into thinking they're a Christ follower when they're not. There's a big difference in knowing about God and knowing God. You see, our churches are filled with people who call themselves Christians. From the most bizarre beliefs from these people, Barna has done it, a huge number of evangelicals will believe this. Here's their beliefs. They believe they're going to heaven. They've asked Jesus Christ to come into their life. They don't believe there's a Satan. They don't believe there's sin. They believe these things. They don't believe Jesus is the only way, but it's good for him. 
Where did these people come up with this? Well, see, it's their truth. It's not God's truth. And so they believe they're right with God. And they do all kinds of things to prove it. You know, Jesus spoke in Matthew 7. He said this. People come in the end day before God and say, we'd like to come in. We've done all these great things for you. And those great things include miracles. And they may include for you today, member of a church, water baptized, took catechism, give to the church. You're, you're inviting friends over for Thanksgiving. You're a good moral person. And they say to Jesus, we're ready to come in. And Jesus says some amazing words. He said, I never knew you. Now think about this. Just put your thinking cap out. If Jesus never knew them and they always thought they had a relationship with Jesus, what are these people? They're what? They're deceived. The worst thing to be deceived about is where you're going to spend eternity. See, the problem is it was too late for these people. The moment you breathe your last breath, your destiny is permanent. And Jesus said, I don't even know. I never had a relationship. Well, we knew all about you. Yeah, you know about me, but you don't know me. You know what Jesus says next? Words you never want to hear. Depart from me. See, this isn't a game, guys. This isn't following some Spanish guy from Puerto Rico. This is people sitting at our pews all around the world, praising God and headed right for hell. Why? They're deceived. They think religion equals relationship. Another group of people that are deceived in this room. Those of you came. You accepted Christ. You got a Bible. You were excited. You went to camps. You've been maybe on a mission trip. You're incredibly excited. But that's all gone. Once in a while you show up. You drop by the church. Maybe you'll pick your Bible up. You'll have a devotion if something's difficult. But there's no following Christ. You don't know, you've never been saved. You've backslidden. You're in a dangerous position. And yet you're deceiving yourself because of some past experience. Christianity is not a past experience. It's vibrant. It's current. It's right now. Pastor Mark, why are you so excited about this? Why does it bother you? Because I don't want you to be deceived. Somebody has to speak truth into your life. You have to think about it yourself this morning. Listen, listen. If that's you, if you've never asked Christ into your heart, or you're backslidden big time, you need to make it right today. Quit being deceived. Quit thinking your church membership equals heaven. It does not. There has to be a vibrant relationship. That's why the number one thing to keep you from being deceived and me from being deceived is become a real Christ follower. Now, turn to John 14. You're right nearby. What happens when Jesus Christ comes into my life? What happens when Christ comes into your life? Well, something incredible. Not only do I get my sins forgiven, not only does God give me a new start in life, old things are passed away, all things become new. There's proof in my life that I've really become a Christian. My life has changed. Not perfect, certainly not. But I now look like Christ in many ways. Well, when the Holy Spirit comes into my life, look at chapter 
14, verse 16 and 17. Jesus says, and I'll ask the Father, and he'll give you another counselor to be with you forever. The spirit of, tell me, tell me, truth. So what does that mean? The moment I'm regenerated, the Holy Spirit comes into my life, and I have the spirit of truth living inside me. So I don't have to worry about being deceived now. If I listen to the spirit of truth, if my heart doesn't get hard, if I have a good conscience and it's open to hearing the spirit, then I don't have to worry. I can then, not only do I have the spirit of truth, but he gives me instruction as to how to date properly, who to marry, how to be a good husband, a godly wife, a good parent, a good employee, how to get to heaven. All the things that bring purpose and meaning to my life happen because the Holy Spirit comes in. He's the spirit of truth. Then, listen, listen, then I'm not searching for something and easily deceived. You get it. Because I'm at peace. Understand this morning, you can have peace. And if you'll have peace, then you won't be trying to find the latest whatever. And if I'm not out trying to find that, then I'm not easily deceived because I'm already filled with purpose and meaning and fulfillment. Now, number two, you might think this one's strange. (laughs) Number two, know that you can be deceived. Spiritual warfare is real. 1 Timothy chapter 4, you see it. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last time, some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These are not people on the street. These aren't people that have never understood anything about God. These are people in our churches that don't have a relationship with God. And they're easily deceived because they've never been grounded in the word of God. You see, as we move along in end times, there'll be more cults, more isms, more false teachings, more false teachers. We're going to continue to see more and more liberal teaching in our churches that never mention sin, holiness, hell, Or repentance. When I have the Holy Spirit in me, I have a spirit of discernment. If you watch Christian TV and some of the favorite teachers that are on there today, there's wonderful teachers in the body of Christ. Charles Stanley, Chuck Swindoll, David Jeremiah, I mean, Andy Stanley. I mean, they're all over the place. Ed Young. I mean, there's great Bible teachers. John MacArthur, Chuck Smith. There's great Bible teachers. But be careful who you are. Some of them, I won't name names. Some of the most important programs, the most common programs, you will never hear the word sin. You will never hear the word repentance. You will never hear the word hell. And you absolutely will never hear anything about holiness. Be very careful. You should be discerning. Number three, how do I keep myself from being spiritually deceived? Number three, know all your Bible. I ask you today, and I say this kindly here in Enviera. If you came in and had to raise your hand for a Bible, that's okay. Maybe you're not used to bringing a Bible. Or if you came in and went right to the bookshelf and got your Bible when you came in, let me ask you a question. Where is your Bible? See, if you don't know the truth, you will be easily deceived. 
So you have to have your Bible. You have to study your Bible. That's what we do here. And you have to understand, bring it with you. Have it with you. Read it during the week. I challenge you to do that. You see, Psalm 119 says this, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light to my path. You just don't need the word when you walk in the church. You can't get in too much trouble here. But for some of you, this is the only time you pull your Bible out. No, the trouble comes when you walk out the door. Could I hear an amen about that? You already know that, don't you? Turn with me in your Bibles. 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy, toward the end of the Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Why is knowing the Old Testament and the New Testament important? Pastor Mark, when you teach on the Old Testament, eh, come to church too much. I don't like the Old Testament. Well, where, where did satanic deception start? In the New Testament or the Old Testament? Start in the Old Testament. So I need to learn those things so I can be astute to them. The Bible's powerful. It's unbelievable. Look what Paul says to Timothy. 2 Timothy. 1 Timothy is there. One book after 2 Timothy. Chapter 4, verse 2. Notice, if you've never underlined this word in your Bible, under preach, circle this word. The word. Not word, the, the. Not Mark's word. Not a little bit of the word. The word. It's all the word of God. Paul says to Timothy, preach it. Preach the word. Not, the, not your little favorite thing, Tim. But the word of God. All of it. Then he says this, be prepared in season and out of season. Doesn't matter. And you'll see why he says that. Now notice what he says next. Tim, when you teach the word, correct, rebuke, encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Now if I never mention sin, how could I correct? How could I rebuke? How could I cover the Bible? Well, I couldn't. So, I'm to do all of this. Well, why is that challenge given to Timothy? Well, because of verse 3 and 4. Look at it. For the time will come. By the way, we are at the time right now. For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. What is sound doctrine? It's truth. Sin, salvation, the blood of Christ, the second coming, be holy as I'm holy. All those are foundational. The Word of God is all true. It's not just a nice, good book. He says they'll not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them. Here's the scary part for us. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to miss. Only a personal relationship with God brings purpose, meaning, and answers to life. Today, Pastor Mark taught us how this statement is under attack by our world and the enemy. Many people today are deceived about what is most important in life. Are you? The first and most important way to keep from being deceived spiritually is to become a real follower of Christ that values and believes every part of the Bible. Thanks so much for joining us today. 
Pastor Mark will continue to go through this series in the next edition of Lessons for Living. To add today's message to your study library, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. The cost for each CD is $5, and that includes shipping. Again, to place an order for a CD, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. What value does a church bring to a Christ follower, or does it at all? In the next edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will help listeners understand the role of the church and the role of the pastor. A church body can be invaluable in your life by the way it supports and uplifts you in life's toughest moments. In the same way, your pastor and church body can help hold you accountable when you begin to backslide spiritually. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through the Gospel of Matthew. That's next time on Lessons for Living. In a hurry